You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The National League West has been overall kind of underwhelming, um, but there's a bright spot, and that is the Colorado Rockies, and we're going to talk about them. I am Allison Footer, here with Thomas Harding and Thomas. Okay, so a game under 500 is not like... I mean, it depends on what team you're talking about, of course. If it was the Dodgers, they'd be like, the sky is falling and everyone needs to go hide. Uh, but with the Rockies, I, I like this because they are hanging in there in a really mediocre division, but they are also getting some good performances from people that they need to get performances from. And one of those is Tyler Chatwood. So um, you cannot ignore the streak that he's on and what he's been able to do after almost like two full years out of the game. So tell us about what's going on with him. Well, what's going on with him is he's kind of returned to what the Angels thought he was when they made him a high draft pick. I mean, a guy who can um, who can get you deep in the games and just a tough fellow. I mean, he's one of those short right-handers that everybody says can't make it, um, but he, he's, he's doing it. He's throwing um, a very good fastball, staying low in the zone, throwing a cutter um, instead of a slider, which was, I think, the pitch that put a lot of stress on his elbows. And... It's just he's the type of pitcher the Rockies need and that a lot is going well for him, especially on the road. But he's the type of individual where if things go wrong, like say there's a high-scoring home game, he still keeps the team in the game. So people are really reacting to him. I mean, the guys behind him or, or the day he's going to pitch, there's just a little bit of extra confidence on that team. They really needed that from him. Yeah, he's got one in his road innings. So 27 in the third road innings, he's allowed one run, and he has a scoreless streak during that time, it was 24 and two-thirds innings. Um, it's not, I mean, at home, it's decent, right? I know it's not like this. But it's, it's not like this is a course field thing and nothing else. Right. It's, um, you know, and, and if you look at his record over the years, or the, the you know, three years he's pitched at course field, he's done pretty well. He's done as well as any other right-hander. Um, and and if, it, if you extrapolate it out, we're talking – um, he could be one of the best right-handers to ever pitch at Coors Field. So, no, I don't think this is a problem where this guy can't pitch at home. Okay. Good, because I would like to see some pitchers um, do well for the Rockies. That would be – that's a good, nice, good first step. So, moving to the offensive side. Uh, no, I don't want to talk about Trevor Story just right this second, but Nolan Arenado, who is um, – uh, Mike, uh, one of our writers, Mike Petriello, so he's like our stat pass guru – um, and he knows how to break it down uh, really in ways that none of us really can. So there's a really nice story on the Rockies website. And Arenado is slugging 651, and he is swinging um, at fewer pitches outside the zone this year than any other time in the last four years. So you already have this great player who now seems to even be more disciplined. Is the sky the limit for him? Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, this is a guy who uh, – and, and, and when you look at it, I think some people look at numbers and they look at the fact that he hasn't walked and figure, gee, he'll never walk. I mean, but this is a guy who came into the major leagues at a very young age, so you have to allow for some improvement there. And what I like is the way that he's done it, is that he's done it by swinging aggressively and he learns as he goes. Um, I know we're not talking about him, but it reminds But what he's doing now is kind of – is kind of where Trevor Story could be headed. He hasn't come up here saying, I'm going to avoid strikeouts. I need to crush some balls. And as he's doing it, he figures out which ones he needs to crush and which ones he needs to lay off of. And that you've seen a gradual improvement in that area with Nolan Arenado over the years, which will make him even better because pitchers, 
right now, he's scaring them out of coming into the strike zone. And if they go outside the strike zone and can't get them out, end up walking them, that makes them even more dangerous because eventually you do have to, you do have to come in and pitch into them. Okay, so, of course, I was just kidding that I'm not going to bring up Trevor's story. Of course I'm going to bring up Trevor's story. <laughs> I know. Um, but and the, and the, re- the thing that sticks out to me is of the rookies who nobody heard of who came and burst out uh, that first week of the season, it was like insane. Uh, Trevor's story is the only one who's really still doing what he was doing earlier in April. Um, so his rookie of the month, that's no big shock. But it seems like we need to start looking at this as like something that could maybe extend moderately over – uh, the, the course of the season, right? Yeah, I think so. And there are a couple of keys to it. Number one is uh, the maturity, having taken a while to get to the major leagues. I think that's huge because he can handle ups and downs. There have been some tough periods, and there have been a lot of strikeouts, but you haven't seen that affect him. And I think the other one, and some people are um, questioning this, but he's batting number two in the order. He's batting behind Charlie Blackman, who's seen a whole lot of pitches. I mean, Blackman just came off of an injury, and I think Blackman makes Story better because he, because he's running up pitch counts, and Story is getting to see everything the pitcher has before he steps into the box. And Carlos Gonzalez, who's hitting that 330 range, is batting behind him. Uh, as Walt White said in spring training, it's the most protected spot in the order, so why take a rookie out of that spot and put him in a place where maybe he doesn't have as much protection? As long as he has those guys surrounding him, he's going to get pitches to hit because people simply don't want to walk him and have to face Carlos Gonzalez. So what, what's happening is here's a guy who I think knows himself a little bit better than most players at that stage of their career, and also pitchers have to pitch to him. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely something to be said about having um, being only as good as the people hitting around you, which I'm a firm believer in. Um, over overall, I mean, now that we're a month in the season, um, you know, I mean, we've seen the Rockies start off well in the past and you know completely bomb in the second half. So we don't want to get too excited. But what do you overall think of how the team is performing so far? Um, I think it's performing pretty well. However, there is there is one big storm cloud in the performance that you're watching right now is that they have not performed well at all at home. Um, they performed pretty well on the road, and, they're, um, and, and the, the couple of road trips they've had, of course, they started off the season, went, up to, went into a three, had a 500 road trip, and then they started uh, a current road trip by sweeping the Diamondbacks. But they haven't performed well at home, and history shows that at some point they're going to struggle on the road and they're going to have to really clean up at home. And right now it just isn't happening. I mean, they've had some rough series there with the Dodgers, with the Padres, and with the Pirates, and they're going to have to turn that around. Uh, Right now as this uh, show goes on, they're still on the road and they're enjoying themselves. But later on in the season, they tend to struggle on the road. So what happens when they get home? They've got to pitch way better than they have. And it looks like they, they do have some talent in the rotation, not only with Chatwood, but uh, John Gray is really showing, uh, showing some power there. He just has to learn, and learn, learn how to pitch. Uh, Chris Russon is, uh, is a dependable guy there. Eddie Butler is also growing. We'll see what happens with him. But if they pitch better at home, then I think that they can go on a streak there. And if they go on a streak at home and sustain that, then this is a team that could be for real. I don't think they can 
do it the way they're doing it right now, which is actually winning on on the road or at least holding their own on the road more than they are at home. Yeah, well, it's almost it's almost encouraging to think. Well, you know, teams usually end up with pretty decent records at home, even the ones that aren't very good. So yeah, that's true. The, 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 the issue with the Rockies, though, is because they struggle so much on the road, they have to perform a little bit better at home, even than than say a team that isn't very good uh, but plays pretty well at home. They have to dominate at home, and that, you always hear that when you talk to the Rockies. We have to dominate on our home field, and that's that. That, that's a burden for them because they tend to struggle so much on the road. Okay. Thomas, thank you so much. You're in San Francisco, so enjoy that wonderful place, and we'll catch up with you next week. Hey, thanks for having me. MLB.TV Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.TV Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.TV for details.